0: Of the breakthrough experience, I'm your host Matteo Grosso. And if you have not yet done so, click the follow button so you never miss another podcast episode. Also, if you want more personal development content in your feed, you can follow me right now on social media at Matteo Grosso Coach. A few episodes ago, we talked about six steps to build powerful habits. The episode received very positive feedback, and I therefore decided to treat another topic I'm asked pretty frequently. How do I break? bad habit? This is a great question because it is not that we don't have habits. We all have habits, don't we? The question is, do we like our habits? Most of the time we have some bad habits and we want to substitute them with good habits and this is what we're going to explore today. There is a great quote which goes like this, letting go is hard but holding on is even harder. Letting go is hard for everyone. It is hard for me. It is hard for you. It is hard for literally everyone. But holding on a negative habit, a negative situation is even harder in the long run. This is why we need to learn how to break bad habits. We all have habits, conditioning, temptations, vices that have a hold of us. For so many of us, we are holding on to a habit without even realizing it. And before we start, let me ask you, what is one habit you would like to break? Be intentional. Choose a habit that you dislike, that you have, and treat it objectively and say, okay, this is something I want to work on. As far as I'm concerned, when I did this exercise a few years ago, I decided I wanted to stop complaining. I used to complain quite a lot in the past, not sure why, I think it was a learned habit probably for my mom, I used it as a way to connect with strangers, to tell my story, but a few years ago, I decided I did not want to be the fool of my stories anymore, I didn't want to be a victim anymore, I wanted to come from a place of power, in my life, and my decisions. And therefore, I wanted to find a good substitution for complaining. Let's get into this. To understand how our brain creates habits, here is an analogy. The analogy of the five horses and the horse charioteer. Okay? So we need to understand how brain the brain treats habits. And we all know the five senses touch, smell, taste, hearing, and sight. Our senses have been exposing us to objects since we were born and we became addicted to eating certain foods, listening to certain songs, saying some things about other people, etc. You see, a habit is not only staying up late at night, a habit is anything we do which is connected to the five senses. For instance, I remember being at the Chanji airport in Singapore and my friend Kaz, who was traveling with me to Australia, he said, oh my God, I missed this delicious smell. He was smelling the food from the open restaurants. And I fo- I found it funny because at the same time I was thinking, what the hell is this man?" <laughs> and the reason is that He was used to the smell, while for me it was unfamiliar. He had a habit for the smell, I did not have it. And this is how our brain creates habits. If you always eat chocolate, the horse, the taste horse, builds up an attachment to the chocolate, to chocolate, and it is difficult to control it. Imagine what happens if you, the charioteer, cannot control the horses because they follow the sensations. How many times, another example, how many times we talk about other people, we complain, etc. That is a bad habit. That's another horse, right? That is behaving uh, weirdly, strangely, and you have to control it. We are usually in charge of ourselves, of course, but sometimes things can get a little tricky. The working of the mind is like a chariot being driven by five horses. The chariot is your body. The horses are our five senses that let us experience the world. The reins are the mind and our intellect is the charioteer who is steering it all. The charioteer, the driver, is the intelligence, the intellect, The intelligence trains the mind, the reins, to control the horses. And here is an important thing. Your mind can either be influenced by the five senses, the horses, or by the intelligence, the charioteer. For instance, let me give an example to make it easier to to understand, to grasp. Sometimes you want to eat at McDonald's, but then you think about it and say, wait, I'm a healthy human being, I don't eat at McDonald's. This is the intelligence controlling the sense of taste, the taste horse, which otherwise would lead you to McDonald's. Of course, sometimes you want to let the horses enjoy, once in a while. But in general, without proper direction, our senses can override our mind and intellect and this is what's this is what it's like to let a bad habit rule you Your mind and intellect get overrided and you lose control. This is what happens to compulsive uh, smokers, for instance, they cannot control it, they cannot help it So a bad habit forms when something attracts us, becomes addictive and creates a destructive attachment and you might be thinking and you would be right in thinking so that sometimes love can become an addiction and by the way a very powerful one because all senses are involved when we are in love. So what is the solution right now that we understand? we understand how the mind works but what is the solution to break bad habits? The solution is found with avoiding the places, the people, and the projects that trigger this bad habit. And here is a very simple three-step process. Number one, out of sight, out of mind. How to not eat chocolate? First thing you do, out of sight, out of mind. You remove the temptation from your senses until the charioteer is strong enough to control the senses. For example, you take the chocolate out of the fridge, the cupboard, etc. You need to stop your senses being triggered purposefully. If you don't want to watch Netflix, unsubscribe, delete social media, etc. until you're strong enough to be detached from a relationship out of sight, out of mind, okay? Number two, what are the places, the people, the projects that Trigger that habit. If you gossip when you're in a group of people, stop going out with them. This is why I do not hang out with some friends anymore. They always talked about people rather than ideas, and I didn't want to do that. If you feel bad about a certain place, stop going there. You see, guys, awareness is the first key in breaking a habit. And it is important that we ask ourselves, who is watering the weed of our bad habits? Find the people who water the seed of your good habits. Distance yourself from the ones who reinforce your bad habits. You will behave probably as the people you hang out with. So if they drink, you might drink too, you're tempted. If you're very strong, there is no problem. You just say no, right? No, sorry, I don't want to drink. No is a full statement, I love this no is a full statement you don't have to explain yourself you just say no but until you're strong out of sight out of mind and avoid the places that trigger this bad habit of yours and number three intelligence intelligence you the charioteer the intellect intelligence is like a god every time you have an idea that thought goes into your mind and your mind says oh yes we did it before let's do it again but the intellect can stand on the door. Intelligence, the charioteer is strong. So do not let your mind wander too much because it is controlled by the five senses. And how do you make your intellect strong? Number one, three things need to happen for the intelligence to be strong. Number one, research. Become aware of the reasons why you should change. For example, I want to stop overthinking, because it causes me anxiety. If we cannot stop drinking alcohol, it is because we have not done enough research. Same applies to smoking, drugs, etc. Attracted, addicted, attached. That's how it works. If you start being attracted to something, focus on research. How bad will it be if I do not stop this habit right now? if I do not change this habit, if I become addicted and then attached, literally visualize it, visualize it. What will my life look like in 10 years if I do not change this habit? Will I be happy or will I be miserable? Because the habit could also be a productive habit. It could be a great thing, right? So you, you study, like investing in the stock market, right? You study, do your research. Oh yeah, this is actually a great habit. Let me invest more, okay? Pain is always going to be there, but challenges can be overcome more easily if you become strong enough and you do your research, like, oh, I didn't know smoking could cause lung cancer. Oh, maybe I shouldn't smoke that much, right? What about anxiety? Some people say, I have a habit, I'm anxious, but in my opinion, uh, anxiety is not a habit. Anxiety is a response to a presence of a bad habit and the lack of a good habit to replace it. That's what anxiety looks like. Number two, reward. Understand the reward that is going to be given to you from the absence of this habit. For example, no longer overthinking will allow me to feel inner peace, calm and ease. So you need to understand the reward you get if you follow a better habit. You need to deeply understand the reward. Most of the time, we don't do things and people don't do things because they don't see why they should do something. I remember a a doctor once told my grandfather, he was very old, like 85, something like this, and he told him, you should lose some weight. And my grandfather looked at the doctor and he told me, and he told him, to what purpose? I'm very old, I'm going to die anyway, at least let me eat something. It's the last pleasure I have." He already stopped smoking, right? So he was doing nothing than eating sometimes. And what he meant was that he did not see the benefits of not eating because he was very old, right? So people need to see the reward. If you want someone to do something and if you want yourself to do something, understand the reward from the absence of the negative habit. So if I get rid of my old car, I can have the money to buy a new car. You need to know the future to to let go of the past. This is the interesting piece, isn't it? If you don't know where you are going, you might as well stay in your past. And that's why, for instance, visualization is important for people who have very destructive habits. Imagine you take drugs and you try to visualize your future. What you might realize is that you might not even be alive in 10 years. If you keep going down that road, of course. So, leaving is a great reward to stop a negative habit, isn't it? And when you want to slip in, your intelligence needs to say no. I know that the reward of waking up early is going to make a big difference. I'm not going to let myself sleep in today. And procrastination and overthinking, right? Some people call them habits. Uh, They are habits, but more than these, they are a response of a bad habit of not getting into action. Think about what will happen if I do not take action. Nothing will happen, right? And if I do it, oh my God, I will achieve so much and therefore you're pushed to take action because you see a reward. Okay? So number one, research. Number two, reward. Number three, replace. Allow a new proactive habit to step in. Example, instead of overthinking, I will choose to make space for daily meditation. You replace the old habit with a new habit put a post-it next to your bed that says, what am I grateful for? So that you can focus on it. If you eat sugar, like replace it with, um, it's called monk fruit sweeteners. They are similar to sugar, but they contain zero calories, according to the Food and Drug Administration. So when you cannot let go, and this is a very important piece, guys. When you cannot let go of a bad habit, it is because you have not found a replacement that satisfies you. I will give an example that might have happened in your life. Isn't it the same as what happens in relationships? You break up and then after five months you fall back into the negative habit. You write back to your old crush or they write back to you because you didn't find a better partner. And some people stay together because they feel they do not deserve better or they cannot find better. And if you broke up and the following day you found the perfect relationship, you would let go very easily of the previous relationship, wouldn't you? And this is the important piece. When people cannot interrupt a bad pattern, pattern, it is because the replacement is not satisfactory. If you want to break a bad habit, find a replacement, which is a good replacement. Okay? Very, very, very important. It happens all the time in, in relationships. It is very sad to see it, people getting back, But the reason is because people, and this is not the right thing to do, right? I'm not uh, saying that this is a great thing, but I'm saying people think this way. They want better opportunities. And if they don't find better opportunities, better habits or better solutions, they go back to the previous ones, okay? So if you want to have a better life, better habits, make sure that the habits bring you better rewards than the old habits and wrapping up. I want to mention three things that are very, very important. We talked about the three R's, research, reward and replacement. These are the three steps to break bad habits. Okay. Then we talked about the three A's, attracted, addicted, attached. We need to be aware of how we are getting attached to bad habits. Of course, here we could talk for ages about identity, standards, emotions, but there's a topic for, for another episode. And finally, I wanted to mention the three C's. All entrepreneurs, successful people follow the three C's, coaching, consistency, and community. Without them, it is nearly impossible to break bad habits and replace them with better ones. So find a coach who keeps you accountable, build a consistent plan of action to replace a bad habit with a good habit, and find a community of people, friends who have great habits and inspire you to implement better habits, such as investing money in the stock market, not complaining, training, hitting the gym, eating healthy and and so on and so forth, okay? So take a few days to think about this because five days can impact five years, habits can last a lifetime. That's what I've got for today's episode. I hope you liked this episode. And if you did, please share it with someone who could benefit. And if you could share it in your Instagram stories and tag me, Mato Grosso Coach, it would be amazing. The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you. With it. Make your life a masterpiece. See you next week. I appreciate you and I hope you have an amazing day.